0: Police calling all cars, broadcast 45, regarding a dope ring operating on the skid row, lay off those angle boys, state narcotic men are handling it, that is all. Sunday, now has four big radio shows on the air, if you enjoy calling all cars, Drive into any service station selling Rio Grande Cracked Gasoline and ask for a free radio bar It tells you about the police cases that be dramatized this month on Calling All Cars and describes all the other Rio Grande radio shows. Get yours free. And don't be frightened if you see a police car near Rio Grande Station. The same Rio Grande Cracked Gasoline you use is officially selected to call the police cars, fire trucks, ambulances, and other emergency engines of a spur of cities. Tests have convinced these cities that the cracking process makes real brandy cracked gasoline faster and more powerful. You can get police car performance in your own car by using real brandy cracked gasoline with tetraethyl.
1: And while it costs just more to make, it costs you nothing extra.
0: Tonight, we are privileged to introduce Inspector F. J. A. O'Pero, who is in charge of the Division of Narcotic Enforcement for the State of California. Inspector O'Pero. The narcotic evil has become a menace to America because of the lack of interest and knowledge on the part of the public. This evil touches and concerns every American citizen, and it is only through the education of the individuals of this nation can the menace be curtailed. Information has reached the Division of definite cases where informal run-runners are to illicit narcotic smuggling and peddling as a source of revenue due to the 18th amendment. It is also a known fact of the division that suits through, through its contact with other law enforcement bodies that eastern gangs have attempted to muscle in on western territory, a situation which keeps the police departments of the west on their toes to prevent such an invasion. For behind-the-gang situation the narcotic evil. Although handicapped by curtailed personnel and inadequate funds, the State Narcotic Division, under the efficient leadership of my chief, William G. Walker, has been able to carry on the battle against narcotics just as vigorously and effectively as it has in the past when times were better. But we need the active, interested cooperation of every citizen. It is the hope of Chief Walker and myself that the story you are about to hear will bring home to you a little more vividly the constant menace which exists in the drug traffic and the absolute necessity of stamping it out of its distance. Thank you, Inspector O'Fall. of Chief William G. Walker, Inspector O'Farrell supervises the operations of drug stores and hospitals, licensed to dispense narcotics, as well as coordinating the activities in his department in suppressing the illegal peddling of drugs on the street. One day he is visited by a well-dressed young woman.
1: Good afternoon, Inspector.
0: How do you do? Won't you be seated?
1: Thank you. I don't suppose you remember me. Oh, I'm
0: sorry. I don't think I do.
1: I didn't think you would. I have dyed my hair back to Nashville
0: since you saw me last. Oh, so that accounts for it, eh? Well, let me in on the secret. Who are you?
1: I'm Martha Grant. Remember? I worked as a nurse for Dr.
0: Perkins. Dr. Perkins? Oh, yes, that phony medic who owned the Heights Cemetery over in Oakland? The one the federal central level Yes, that's right. Why, sure, I remember you. You testified at his trial. I always felt so sorry for you, being mixed up in that mess. Well, well it was pretty disagreeable. But it couldn't be helped. You know,
1: I learned to hate that man. The way he'd take those poor dope addicts, take them as patients, promise to break their habit, and then all he'd do is to sell them dope. And oh, he deserves to go to the penitentiary.
0: Well, I don't know Miss Rand.
1: Well, uh, after working with that would-be doctor, I couldn't stop. I couldn't get away from it. You don't mean and... really he gave you
0: a habit, Miss Rand?
1: Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's very funny. No. What well, I mean really is that, that I couldn't stop thinking of those poor suffering people. I, I don't know. I suppose it gets me a blood. I wanted to do something for them, to help
0: them. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a mighty fine ambition, is that? But I don't know exactly what you could do to help them, but then all the we can do down here is to hinder them, to hinder them from getting their supplies. I
1: know that, but I've done a lot of studying since that case, and I believe I know how to handle the problem. After all, I am a registered nurse, you know. Of course. Now, just what do
0: you propose doing?
1: Just this, Inspector. I'm going to open a sanitarium for the cure of narcotic systems. Oh, well, like the ex-doctor? Of course not. I mean to do good. Well, that's fine.
0: I certainly hope you'll
1: succeed. I know I shall. I just wanted to let you know, Inspector, what I'm doing. I just wanted you to know that that I'm behind you in the great battle you're waiting to stop the use of drugs.
0: Well, that's fine, McCoy. I appreciate that. And all these small citizens were as interested as you are. <laughs> a few months later, O'Farrell, making his usual rounds of inspection on drugstores and hospitals, visits Martha Grant as her newly-opened tour sanatorium, a modest cottage of three rooms. On his next tour of inspection, a few months later, the officer finds her established in a six-room flat. And three months later, she has moved to a 10-room house. Still on every visit, she assures the inspector that things are going very badly for her and that she doesn't know how she can hang on. When O'Farrell, on a later inspection trip, finds her established in a 16-room mansion with a half-acre of grounds around it, his suspicions are definitely aroused. He discusses the situation with his chief, Captain Tigger. i tell told chief there's something funny about that game. Maybe it's just one of my Irish hunters, but I don't think he's on the level well, they didn't get anything on her in that Perkins case. I know they didn't. She had me sold all well, right when she came in here last year and told me she wanted to open an Abbott sanitarium. Went into a lot of stuff about her duty to mankind. I told you about it at the time. Yes, I remember. But when I find her in the beggar joint, every time I drop in on her, and when she always cries the blues to me. I figured there's something wrong somewhere. Well, what are you supposed to do? You know, Louie Menchie, that little hype we picked up on Howard Street last week? Yeah. Well, Louie's got a pretty tough habit. So? So I figured I'd give him a hundred bucks for flash go and send him over to Martha to take the cure. Well, how do you know he won't with with a hundred bucks? That's our chance. I won't guarantee that. But it's the only way we're going to find out what's going on over there. I think Louis's smart enough not to walk off with the day. He knows we can send him to the pen if he tries any monkey business. Okay then, hop to it and let me know how you make out. <music> Inspector O'Farrell heals Louis Minsky with a hundred dollars and sends him across to Martha's establishment in Oakland. He is surprised to look up from his desk later in the day and see Louis standing in the door. What the devil are you doing back here? Wait
2: a sec,
0: it was this way. What's the thing I say, Louis, giving me the runaround? I sent you over to Moss. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You know I wouldn't give you the runaround. You know I an all right, guy. I've been over well, there. Well, what friend. happened?
1: Well, I went over there, and I, I saw this board,
0: and I took the shakes for him. Didn't have to put it on much, though. So I turned in a gab. do. How about it, few? You, you sit under the jab? Listen, well, you know
2: me better, than to ask me that? Well, see, I just maybe Come case on, case. come
0: on. Stop beating around the boat. What happened over there? I told her, same. I wanted to take the cure, like you told me to. What did she say? That she didn't care much about taking patients. So I the road like you told me to, and... And she just passed over that. Not interested in savings, huh? What else did she say? Well, as a matter of fact, man, I tried to buy a big load of all that
1: stuff. Yeah. don't no. Well, I needed mean,
0: it is bad, Chief. Did she sell it away? No, she got
2: sore. And then how'd she know I wasn't a fake? And she
0: threw me out. She's sure or she's dead? She's not that dumb. Well, I couldn't get any
2: snow after
0: all. Well, ain't that too bad. Where's the hundred bucks? I did. Oh. All of it. Count it. And now, Chief. Now, Chief. No. Convinced that Martha Grant's Addiction Sanatorium is merely a blind for dope peddling activities, the State Narcotic Bureau intensifies its efforts to take some junk back to her. Every hyphen peddler brought into headquarters is grilled regarding his source of supply. For weeks, the rounding up and questioning of addicts goes on without any success. Finally, from an unexpected direction comes an offer of assistance. When Johnny Rabb, one of the hikes picked up in the dragnet, gets an audience with Chief success. Finally, from an unexpected direction comes an offer of assistance. When Johnny Rabb, one of the hikes picked up in the dragnet, gets an audience with Captain Seager and Inspector O'Farrell. Well, Johnny, what's on your mind? Look here,
2: Inspector, I don't like jail one
0: little bit. Who does? Well, I want to make a deal with you. Oh, you want to know by now you can't make a deal with us? If that's what the came down there to talk about, you're wasting our time. Now wait. Now wait till you yeah. hear what I got to say. I'll turn informer for you. I want to get out. What have you got to inform? I ain't saying, but I can put you in touch with a good connection. Who? Oh. Well, what good would it do to tell you? You couldn't get anything on him. If you don't let me out, to do it. Why not? Well, because if you don't let me out, he'll know in 24 hours that he's hot and he'll take it on the lamp. How big is it? Plenty. He's the boss of the peddlers on a skid row. Get four or five hypes dropping for him. You set me loose and I'll get the stuff on him. We'll let you know, Johnny. You wait outside while the chief and I keep an eye on it over. Okay. Well, how's that sound to you, Chief? Set a to catch the catcher, chief, huh? That's about it. We'll have to give him some grease to buy the stuff, but it ought to be worth it. And it might lead to Martha Grant. He seems to be the ringleader of this outfit. Oh, I hate to put my steps in these heights. I know, but it didn't hurt any to trust Louis Minsky. He came back with a doe. Yeah, but what do you know about this bird? Oh, nothing much. But I will put a tail on him, so he won't have much of a chance to double cross us. It. Okay, it's a cinch we're not getting anywhere until we knock over the planet of this outfit. These small bipedals don't mean a thing. <laughs> Inspector O'Farrell turns Johnny Rabbit loose with a couple of hundred dollars. Rab makes two contacts with Joe Riley. The big shot at the skid row dope ring, and makes two purchases of an ounce of morphine. After gaining Riley's confidence, and makes, two of an ounce of mo- and makes two purchases of an ounce of morphine. After gaining Riley's confidence, Rab is invited by him to go on a coke party. Excusing himself, he telephones headquarters. He telephones headquarters. Coke party. Excusing himself confidence, Rab is invited by him to go on a thing the gaining Riley's cut, and makes two purchases of an ounce of mulch. The Big Shot at the Skid Row rings. the Big Shot at the Skid Row Rings. grab makes two contacts with Joe Riley, grab makes two contacts with Joe Riley. Grab loose with a couple of hundred dollars. Grab loose with a couple of hundred dollars. Grab loose with a couple of hundred dollars. Inspector O'Farrell turns Johnny, Inspector O'Farrell turns Johnny, Inspector O'Farrell turns Johnny, Inspector O'Farrell turns Johnny. thing. Earns Johnny R- Inspector O'Farrell earns Johnny Rab loose with a couple of hundred dollars. Rab makes two contacts with Joe Riley, the big shot at the Skid Row dope ring, and makes two purchases of an ounce of morphine. After gaining Riley's confidence, Rab is invited by him to go on a coke party. Excusing himself, he telephones headquarters. He telephones headquarters. Coke party. Excusing himself, he telephones headquarters. He telephones headquarters. He telephones headquarters. He telephones headquarters. He telephones headquarters telephones headquarters he 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 To the ferry and wait for you at this end. When you drive off the ferry, light two matches to your cigarette if you got the stuff with you.
2: That's right.
0: Inspector O'Farrell and Inspector Connolly take out Riley's hotel and follow his car when he and Johnny Rab leave for the ferry. At the ferry clip, the two officers settle down for a long vigil. The pale spring moon rising out of the east bay is slowly extinguished in the smothering soft claws of the fog that comes rolling in through the Golden Gate. The late evening quiet of the harbor suddenly finds voice as the whistle buoys take up their eerie warning. Dirty boats, which are gaily swished across the bay like young girls on the way to a dance, now slink into the dock, lights sprouted in mist. Hours pass, and the end of each ferry is the signal for Conley and O'Farrell to start the motor of their police car and crouch in the shadows of the ferry building, scanning each passing automobile as it rolls off the gangplank. Finally, toward midnight, another boat shoulders into the dock. Well, they certainly ought to be on this boat, unless you give given up slip, slip which he may have done. No, I don't think so, hmm? Here comes the cars, on your okay. There's the legend, grabbed in the front seat. He left two matches his cigarettes. That means he's got the stuff. Come on, let's rock him over. They're going too fast. We'll have to tell him in our car. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Farrell and Conley tail Riley's car back to his hotel. Just as the Lincoln is parking, the officers pull up. Inspector Conley jumps on the running board of the driver's side as O'Farrell approaches the car from the passenger side. You're under arrest. What? Pick him up and see him there. What's the charge? Just a minute and I'll let you know.
2: Find to go, Farrell?
0: Yeah. Go on a fight with the car the floor the car. That's fine. The charge, Mr. Riley, is possession of narcotics and violation of the state narcotics act.
2: without
0: any success. Finally, he's right. Okay, okay, I'll spill. Well, that's more like it. You've got me for possession. I'm a two-time loser. You're going to send me up anyway, so I might as well talk. Yeah, you're using your head. (laughs) Well, what do you want to know? Where did this stuff come from? From Oakland. We know that. But where's the plan in Oakland? I don't know the answer. I thought you were going to talk. I am, but I'm telling you the truth. I don't know the yet. How much stuff is there, uh, several ounces. Who runs the plant? I don't know. Well, that's a Riley foot giving us the run around. Now, who runs that plant? I won't tell you. Oh, you won't. Tell me. you know better than the talk that way to me, Riley. Where does she live? You know so much. Why are you getting tough with me? Oh, well, it is a game. I ain't saying. If I point out for house, will you tell me the truth? Good. Okay, we're riding to Oakland right now. O'Barrell, Seeger, and Conley take Riley across the bay and drive directly to Martha's big house. The police car pulls up in the dark shadows of the tree lined street. Is this the place? You guessed it. This is where she lives, all right. Okay, then you're going to show us where the stuff is. I didn't get the stuff here. This is only where she lives. This isn't the plant. Where is the plant? I told you I don't know the address, but I do know the place when I see it. I'll point it out to you. It's the bungalow coordinates, the last house in the rear to the left. Okay. Where do we go from here? Uh, I guess we better turn up the next street to the right. To the right. Okay. Let's go, Conley. befuddled with narcotics, leads the police officers up one street and down another without showing them the plan. Finally, in disgust, the officers board a ferry to bring their prisoner back to San Francisco. Captain Seeger and O'Farrell leave Connolly with the prisoner while they go up on deck for a smoke. Throw well, this guy in the though He's just giving us a run around. No, no, Chief. I think he'll play ball with us. But tonight's not the time. He's too rum dum. He can't even see so junked up. Well, I don't like to let a hophead make a monkey out of me. Look here, Chief, a case is a case. You let me handle this bird. I'll get some action out of him. Well, okay. But I think they're just wasting time. O'Barrell stays up all night questioning and re-questioning Riley. Finally, he promises to cooperate with the officers. At 9 in the morning, he calls Martha, but she is out. Again at 12, he tries, but fails to communicate with her. In the late afternoon, Seeger and O'Farrell take Riley back to his room in the hotel. At 5 o'clock, Riley calls Martha once more. O'Farrell and Seeger listen in on the two extensions. Hello, Martha. Oh, that party last night did me in, Martha. I slept in late. I tried to get you at noon, but you just left. Sounded that way when I talked to her. Why don't you get rid of that broad? Yeah, but she can't handle it. She she's dynamite. Don't worry, I can
2: handle
0: it. Oh, uh, well, look, a friend of mine's going down to LA and needs some clothes. I wish you'd send over three suits. Three
2: two? Yeah. Like got last time? Yeah. All right,
0: girl. Where are you? I'm at the hotel. That'll be swell. See you later. Nine twenty, show. What's that mean? It means she's coming on a nine twenty ferry. Martha's a cagey dame. She don't take no chances on being overheard. I suppose suit means down to the junk. No? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> hmm. Who the devil's that? Watch what you say. Get on that wire, fellow. Okay. <laughs> okay, Riley. Answer it. Hello. Hello, Cheryl? Yeah, Martha. What do you want? I'm here, okay, and waiting to see
2: you. Goodbye,
0: Martha. Say what I tell you guys. She's a smart dame. You're going to have to be on your toes if you get anything on her. The officers take out the hotel. O'Farrell and Seeger parked in an automobile commanding an unobstructed view of the entrance. And Conley and Dundas hiding in Riley's room. It is a few moments before 9 30 when O'Farrell nudges Seeker. There she is, Chief. Where? Just going into the hotel. Oh, yeah. And she's got the stuff with her. Notice that package under her arm? Yep. We're in luck. Well, we might as well sit tight here and let the boys take her in the room. I got to hand it to you, O'Farrell. I'd have given this case up last night. I was so sore at that time. Oh, I don't know. I just hate to give up a case until I hammer the to pieces. Well, that's a swell way to be. Hey. Look, here comes Carmie out of the hotel. I wonder what's the matter. What's up, Carly? We got the dame up in the room. But she came in clean. Didn't have a thing on her. Oh, you must be crazy. She had a package under her arm when she went in the hotel. Well, she ducked it somewhere because she hasn't a thing on her now. And she's raising the devil about full to rest. Come on, let's get in there. Where's that elevator boy? Hey, you you take a lady up to the second floor in the last five minutes? No, sir. Did you see a lady come in?
2: Oh,
3: I look like I do, sir. Where'd she go? Maybe she went up there, sir.
0: Did she have a package under her arm?
3: Maybe she did, sir. Maybe she
2: didn't.
0: Come on, up the stairs. Keep your eyes open, sir. Oh, Farrell. What? Look here. These heavy curtains hanging over the window, let's Yes. Yes, here's the package of junk, nicely hidden behind the curtain. Come on, let's talk to Martha.
1: Well, Inspector, I'd like to know the meaning of placing me under arrest. You know I'm sincere. You know I want to help poor, unfortunate like Mr. Riley here. And now you subject me to
0: this humiliation. What do you know about this package, Martha?
1: Nothing. I never saw it before.
0: Riley? Is this the woman you talked to on the phone this afternoon? Yeah. Is this the woman you bought two ounces of morphine from last night? Yeah. Why, well, you dirty think You're laughing at me! I thought you'd show your colors, Martha. Now, cut out the rough stuff, because we got you right where we want you. You're under arrest for violation of the state narcotic act. That's a hot one.
1: You can't prove a thing. I never saw the package before. I don't know what you're talking about. You can't arrest me. No?
0: Well, we're going to. And after we bring back the junk you've got stashed in your Oakland plant, we'll have plenty on you. Riley and Martha are taken to headquarters and booked while inspectors Conley and O'Farrell cross the bay to Oakland. They enlist the aid of Lieutenant Barbo of the Oakland Police Department who sends a squad of two plainclothesmen and two patrolmen, along with the narcotic agents, to rape Martha? They are met at the door of Martha's house by a beautiful young woman attired in negligee, who appears to be under the influence of narcotics.
3: Oh, hello, boys. Where's Martha?
0: Martha's in jail. We're police officers. Oh,
3: well, that's okay. We can all have a party just the same. Come on in, boys. Come on in.
0: You'll bet we will. Who are you?
3: Oh, a hunched
0: Oh, yes, yes, I've heard of you. Well,
3: sure you have. Oh, everybody that knows Martha's heard of the
0: whole Stella. Been hidden it up, haven't you, Stella? Oh,
3: I don't know what you mean.
0: Leave a man here with Stella, Lieutenant, and start from the attic and search this place. Yes, sir. Tear it apart. Don't overlook any possible place where the stuff could be hidden. Yes, Inspector.
3: Um, are you going to sit down and... To
0: inspector? I am not. I got work to do. The officers ransacked the house from attic to cellar, prying into woodwork, ripping apart drapes, searching in every nook and cranny where it could be possible to secrete a small package of narcotics. While the search is being conducted on the upper floors, Inspector O'Farrell looks through the kitchen. He is joined there by Lieutenant Barbo. I just got something, O'Farrell. What's that? These Morphine envelopes, huh? Yeah. Where'd you find them? This Stella girl's room. Hmm. Arrigan. Yes, Bring that girl in here.
3: Oh, hello, Inspector.
0: Stella, what do you know about these two envelopes?
3: Oh, those? Oh. oh they were all
0: what was in them?
3: Oh, something awful well, nice.
0: Where's the rest of it?
3: I don't know. I was waiting for Martha to me some more.
0: What are you doing here, Stella?
3: Oh, yeah. I came here as a patient. Martha was doing the night farewell.
0: Mm-hmm. I thought so. She, she did a good job of it.
3: Oh, indeed, she did, Mr. Stessler. Oh, I feel better right now than I ever did. Yeah, I can imagine. Come on, Inspector. But you and me go up somewhere where we can talk.
0: Look here, Stella. I mean business. Where's the rest of this stuff?
3: Well, that's all there is, Inspector, honey. I've just been waiting for Martha to bring you some more.
0: Well, you're not going to get any more. Martha's never going to bring you any more. What?
3: Not really. Not anymore. No, no, no. Oh, oh, Inspector. Oh, oh, that's all. Yeah, i oh, oh, please. Oh, please, got to have some more, Inspector. Take
0: it Oh, please. Oh, please, Inspector. i got to have some more. So that's the kind of narcotic crusading Martha's been doing, huh? Oh, that poor kid. Probably from some good family. And look at him now. Ah, oh, it makes me burn. Yeah, it's a crying shame. Well, let's search this kitchen and see if there's anything hidden in here. Nothing in there. Nothing in here. Oh, uh-oh, what's that? A gas and light bill made out to Martha Miller, 535 and 3445th 45th Street. It's a minimum service charge. 40 cents for gas and 60 cents for electricity. Hunch. Hunt, this is... See? A minimum. That would mean she has used practically no gas and light. This is probably the hideaway. Well, it's worth a try. Okay. Let's leave Harrigan in charge here and beat it over there. <laughs> Marlboro, speed to the 45th Street address, and find that it is a bungalow court. 535 and three-quarters turns out to be the last house in the rear, further checking with Riley's description of the plant. The door is locked, and the officers let themselves in through the kitchen window. They switch on the light. Now, Riley, Riley said the stuff was in the cooler. Let's see. It's like a match, will you, Bobbo? Yeah. Uh, that's better. Now, wait. Wait until I feel around it. Grant, right where we want her. Yes, sir. Let's get back to the other joint. Now, now. Wait a minute. Here's something to make him in handy. What's that? The key to the place lying here on the table. Bring it along and we'll have a little talk with Martha. During the absence of the two inspectors, Lieutenant Barbo's men have discovered two more ounces in the barn behind Martha's house. O'Bell and Barbo hurry back to headquarters and face Martha with their find. Well, Martha, do you recognize what I'm holding in my hand? No. You don't? Then I'll tell you what it is. These are two-ounce cans of morphine we found in your barn. Well, what it? Well, I'm not sure yet. Anything familiar about these two packages? No. No? Well, I'll identify them for you. These are two-ounce cans of morphine found at your plant at 535 and three-quarters 45th Street. That's the plant you rented under the name of Martha Miller. You must be crazy. I never used that name. No? Well, here is a key I found in your pocketbook. And here's the one I found at the 45th Street address. Notice that they match, and they both fit the door of the bungalow on 45th Street. Now what have you got to say? What's there left for me to say? I guess you made the place
1: okay. Looks like this is the time little Martha takes a fall.
0: You know, there are three grades of gasoline on the market. Automotive engineers agree that Rio Grande cracked with tetraethyl is so good it could sell at top price. But we prefer to give our independent dealers a better quality gasoline which they can sell to you at the same price as the uncracked gasolines of their competitors. Then when you feel a difference, when you experience the thrill of police car performance in your own car, you'll come back to the independent Rio Grande dealer who gives you a top quality gasoline at a lower price. This plan works. Rio Grande Cracks is the fastest growing gasoline in this market. And this sales increase is due entirely to repeat sales to satisfied customers. Are you one? Go to a Rio Grande service station. Ask for a free radio log. Put cracked gasoline in your tank. Sinclair motor oil in the crankcase. And we guarantee you'll get police car performance. And boys and girls, your Rio Grande service station has a present for you. You are invited to join the junior police department's to help your own chief of police fight crime and save lives. You will get a genuine metal police badge to wear absolutely free. Just get your father or mother to drive into any service station selling real Grande crack gasoline and tell them to ask for a junior police department enrollment card for you. No obligation to buy anything.